What's up, everybody? Let's spin some yarn. I've been thinking about something. It, it's it came up on the Reddit thread um, about leadership privilege, essentially. And and it, as we discussed through the thread uh, from a while back, uh, which I really need to get more on Reddit and engage in some more discussions. Uh, but from the thread came why do uh, chief specifically, but just naval leadership. Why do we have so many privileges? Like, why do chiefs eat first? Why um, do they have like their own place to go and and do whatever they do in there? That's uh, what they were saying. And uh, why do we, as we elevate through the ranks, kind of accumulate these these privileges a lot of which are viewed from the lower ranks as superfluous unnecessary just perks of the job kind of things not necessary to the job and and there's a, a difference that I think is important there right where there are times where I need a private location to counsel a sailor right and, and that's necessary for me to be able to do my job otherwise I have to do it out in the open which we all know is not the right way to to do something it's not productive to criticize someone in public uh, especially when it's an accountability thing so there are times where there are are things that are necessary as the job and the responsibilities change and elevate and there are things that are just questionable like why do we do that and uh I've talked to a lot of chiefs specifically about this recently, um, about why we do some of the things that we do, why some of the privilege that's viewed as tradition even exists in the first place. Um, it's not as prevalent in my community, which is one of the reasons why I kind of struggled with it when it came up, because I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a parking spot. I don't have an office on a submarine. I don't have a special place to eat. Really, like we have a table in the same exact location as everyone else where it's like, that's the chief's table. Um, but there were things like that or like uh, that we get invited to the meal five minutes early and we eat ahead of time. And then even like, and I don't know if it was always like this throughout my career, but I noticed it when I did make chief is that it became five minutes early to the meal to now, like if a chief walks in, they like skip the line kind of thing. And, and I always wondered like what? What do we gain by doing that? And, and any you could point at anything and just be like, and, and any leadership privilege. Not just I'm not being specific to just chiefs. These are just the examples. Things that um, you kind of look at and you're like, what is this? What service is this providing? What is are we as an organization gaining by doing this? How is this making me more effective as a leader? And when you look at some of the things that happen you just kind of scratch your head and you wonder to yourself, like, why the hell do we do that? It doesn't make any sense. We don't gain anything by doing it. And, and a lot of the times we lose leadership capital by doing it. We lose like the faith and trust of the people that are supposed to be following us. And it's it's little things that we you, you kind of think to yourself, like, why, well, why is that a big deal in either direction? And it's not that it's hurting anybody so much as that it's, it's damaging our like your the respect this that sailors do or do not have for you, right? Um, I was having a conversation with uh, a buddy of mine. I was just at sea recently, uh, doing something that I do for my job, and uh, we were we were talking about leadership principles, just some stuff that we both as we're we're both on a trajectory to be uh, senior enlisted leaders on submarines, and and we're talking about kind of some of the things we believe in, some of the things we don't, uh, the type of stuff that inspires us to do that job, what we would do differently in that job. And he was telling me about a CEO he had 
that uh, in the wardroom as CSs, right? Uh, at least on a submarine, I can't. I've been exposed to a little bit of how the surface fleet does it, but um, specifically on a submarine in the wardroom, the way that we serve the food is you have the CO sat at the head of the table, right? And then the to the right of the CO is the next senior person or a guest, and then it works its way down based on seniority. And then you go in and you serve the food, you serve the CO first, and then you pass the tray to the next senior person, and they pass that tray around the table, and you collect it on the other side and, and bring it back in. And uh, he's telling me the story about how he had a CO that uh, had everyone else served first and then he was served last and uh it's it, when you think about it it seems trivial it seems like a small thing but think about if you're a junior officer in that wardrobe and i'm talking to you jos like think about you're sitting at the end of the table as ensign timmy right and you see a co do that what does that do for you what does that do for your outlook on the leader that you're following it makes a gigantic impact. And it makes a gigantic impact for what? Like, what did it cost that CO to do that? Nothing. He still gets to eat lunch. He still gets to eat lunch at effectively the same time as everyone else. But that gesture of respect and, and almost deference to the other officers in the room that I value you on a level that I'm going to let you eat first because in the environment that we exist, in the organization that we exist, that doesn't happen anywhere. But this CO thinks it's that important that he's going to be like, nah, I'll eat last. I can wait because he values the the faith and trust of the, of the sailors, of the officers in that room so much that he wants to make them know like how much he values that and how much he values them. And it didn't cost him anything to do that, right? And so the story continued with they had guests on board, uh, which you'd think that like, okay, now an outside entity is on board. So the CEO might change it up until they leave just because he doesn't want to look bad in front of these guests because he's not doing it the way that it's traditionally done. No, he didn't care. He his They came in, the guests were sitting down eating, and the CSs went to the end of the table to the most junior officer at the table and served them first. And the guest is looking at the CEO like, uh, hey, your cooks are doing it wrong. He goes, no, they're not doing it exactly how I instructed them to welcome aboard. And so that, I mean, think about that, you know, cause like you're, you're as that junior officer, probably thinking those things like, Oh, it's probably going to change now because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to be the ugly duckling in the eyes of whatever guest is on board, presumably evaluating us, if not just based on like, just on our reputation and then literally evaluating us on, on something. Right. Didn't care. That's just how he did it. That's how sh- things were done on board that ship. Why do we not do that everywhere? Becomes the question, right? So the conversation I had with uh, the, it was a Navy sailor that went uh, army officer talk. He was talking to me about army NCOs. I've mentioned that, that a bunch of times, that conversation. He was kind of telling me that that's how it went. It was more like that. That's what he saw more of out of his army NCOs was those leaders eat last. They, you know, first one's in, last one's out. They take care of their soldiers first, and then they worry about themselves, right? It's it's a fundamental leadership principle. It's something that we talk about, and then you sit there and wonder to yourself, as a leader, as a senior NCO in the Navy, why do we not eat last? Why do we not take care of the sailors before anything else and then take care of ourselves? Why do we allow privilege like that to exist? And then, and then you wonder further, does it affect our outlook on anything else? 
Does it affect our ability to be humble? Is it something that we we believe that there's a privilege that comes along with this job to the point that it skews our vision when we're looking at our sailors, when we're looking at the things our sailors need, when we're looking at what our responsibilities are to our sailors? Does us thinking that we're special in, in some small way contribute to us then thinking that their needs are are secondary to ours? When, when in reality, their needs are our needs, right? Like I need them to be well taken care of and ready to execute the mission because it's my job to make sure the mission gets executed. But do we allow that worldview to, that we're somehow when we become chiefs or we become officers or we become a senior leader of any kind or we're put into a position of leadership that we're somehow special? That we're somehow owed some deference. Does that make sense? Like, I, why are senior leadership? Why is senior leadership not eating last? Why is a chief? Am I not the last person to eat? Why am I not the last person to get you know taken care of or or whatever? Right? Like, there's nothing that makes sense about that in my brain. And it was something I was trying to digest because I was like, ah, it's a tradition. It's something that happens on every ship. So who am I to question it? But then. Over these last months, I've been thinking about this stuff more and more, and I've engaged with you all in conversations, and it just, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why it happens, and, and it's something that, and I'm not trying to act like I'm better than anyone else. It was just a consequence of my job, but usually, I didn't eat first. I'd be in the galley, right, and I'd be with my guys, or we would eat ahead of the meal because the cooks have to serve the meal, and sometimes we eat after the meal because we didn't have time before the meal because we are prepping the meal, right, but I would just eat with them, Uh and, and so it wasn't like something that I was thinking about and I wasn't like getting in line ahead of time or getting invited. And and I remember and you in submarine chiefs, every single one of you has been in this position, if not the one saying it, where they're like, why don't the cooks invite us? They don't even invite us early. It's fuck three minutes to the meal. They're supposed to call us at five till. Right. Because why? Because you're special. And, I, and I'm to the point in the mental exercise that got me to this conclusion that it's like, I'll I'll argue with anybody about this. Why are you special? Why do you get to eat early? It doesn't make any sense. Why aren't the oncoming guys eating five minutes early? And you can just wait, bro. You're not You're not special. You're not more important. And you gain nothing by eating early. All you do is lose respect. It doesn't make sense. Why do we do things like that? I mean, you could... You could make the stretch of like like a parking spot. Like, I got to be there earlier to go to meetings and I don't have time to drive around in circles looking for a parking spot. Like, you could, you could twist it in some kind of way where maybe some of the tertiary benefits of being senior and, and getting promoted and stuff like that, that some of those benefits, like, okay, like, are they needed? I don't know. Probably not needed, but they're they're helpful. They, they make you a more effective leader somehow. But like when you look around at some of the things that, that we do and some of the things that happen, it's just like, are we always in a position where we're looking at everything through the lens of like, I take care of them and then I take care of me. Leaders eat last. It's a, 
It's a TED Talk I listened to, uh, Simon Sinek. If you've never checked out his stuff, I highly recommend it. Uh, YouTube videos. He's got books too. Uh, I have not read the Leaders Eat Last book yet, um, but I've been convinced recently to do so. Uh, there was some of his stuff where I saw his TED Talks and stuff, and so then I started reading the book, and I was like, I already kind of know what happens. <laughs> like, I already saw the movie before I read the book, but um, somebody said that book is, in particular is definitely worth a read, even if you've seen that stuff. So I, I plan on checking that out, but the concept is exactly that. Like, it, it sounds as simple as it is in that we take care of them before we take care of us. Do you have to take care of, of us? Yes, you do. It's important. Like you have to take care of yourself so that you're in a position to take care of them. It's it's a two-way street. I get that. But in the execution of what we do, it's our job to take care of them. So it's really not uh I'm doing it before I take care of myself. Like it's literally my job. My mission is to take care of them. So I take care of them. And one of the mechanisms I can use to take care of them is make sure they got everything they need. If you don't think that five minutes ahead of the meal is valuable to an oncoming guy where they get to eat early and it gives them a little more time to do their pre-watch tour and log into the logs and they're not, a little less stressed out or maybe they didn't have time to shave before they wake, woke up because they got a late wake up and it gives them that extra five minutes. Like, yeah, you give that to them first. And at the end of the day, like I can relieve when I relieve and that other supervisor is going to understand because I'm going to explain it to him. But the, the bigger picture for me is, is and the bigger question really that I pose to you all is, is it a, is that just one thing that is a symptom of a larger misconception that we're somehow entitled to some type of privilege when we walk through the door of the chief's quarters of the wardroom? The easy answer for me is absolutely not. And, it, and if you think I'm wrong, Please, please hit me up like and I'm not like this isn't one of those ones where I'm like challenging somebody to argue with me on an opinion that I I have and and I'm dug in. Right. Like this is something that I I have explored every angle that I can see. And that's obvious to me. And I'm not getting there in my head where somehow we're entitled to, to anything other than, you know, the rank, the uniform, and the paycheck, and the responsibility that comes along with it. Not the privilege, although it is a privilege for me to be a chief, right? I love it. But the the responsibility that comes with it. I, I don't think I, I feel I feel like dirty when I'm in a position to take anything from junior sailors, right? Where I, I'm like head of the line or I'm given some privilege or I'm doing something that like I because because there's a difference between like something that that I get or something that it's like a benefit of some kind that doesn't like that. I couldn't directly and positively impact junior sailors by like shifting it from me to them. That I, you know, it's whatever. I, I don't see a conflict there so much as I do when I feel like I'm in a position to take from them when I'm in a position to like I'm being given something like a privilege or a thing or whatever that I'm like, don't give that to me, man. Like give that to them. I don't want that like awards. I don't, what the, what am I going to do with another Nam? Like, no, write that up for, for them. They're the ones that did it anyway. It's my job. Like I'm evaluated on their performance. So if they're the ones performing, I don't need an award. I don't need a, a pat on the back, a coin, a yellow sticky of appreciation. I don't need any of that crap. 
that's for them. And so the question again is, are we in a place as leadership where we think we're entitled to something? And is that perceived sense of entitlement, whether it's there or not, then affecting everything else? Um, I think the little things very quickly grow into big things. If you're conditioned to think that, you know, like when you come in and the, and the CSs have hot coffee on and, you know, there's pastries and stuff and then maybe that guy transfers or something and, and there's like a lapse and then you got somebody in there throwing a temper tantrum because there's not hot coffee on for you when you first show up. Like, grow up, brew coffee. And I mean, if it is the responsibility of that person to do that, then you talk to their chief and then make sure next time there's coffee. But until then, just brew your own damn coffee. You're not special. And, and again, it's this one's tough for me because I haven't encountered it on the level that I think some of you have, which is why, I, as always, I'm soliciting your feedback and your your responses opinions, whatever, man. Hit me up. Don't give up the shit podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Don't give up the shit podcast. Or you can DM me on Instagram at Diego's podcast. Curious what you guys think. Like I'm not, because I haven't been exposed to it on the same level and you submariners know what I'm talking about. Like it's not, there are a couple like little things and the one, the only one big one, which is why I talked about it the way that I did is the, is the being early to the meal. But it's like, we don't really like experience the same types of things that surface sailors do that some shore sailors do. Like, like when I was on shore duty at an A school, like I had a parking spot and an office and it was awesome. But like I was parking in the same parking lot as everyone else. Like I wasn't like a a huge win where like it can be in an area like next to a pier where there's like E7 and above parking that's real close. And then everybody else is like walking a mile to get to work, right? Like uh, on submarine piers, I don't, there's almost never, almost never E7 and above parking. Like I'm parking the same place everyone else is. I mean, go back about a million podcasts and there's one where I I was having at a first class call me out on parking, not legally because there was no parking. Like there wasn't anywhere to park. Um, But it's those types of benefits that I'm kind of alluding to is like, I don't, experience many of them on submarines so it's kind of hard for me to speak at length about them but I am talking to a lot of you about them um, and more so not the those perks or whatever you want to call them specifically but how they like affect us like how they make those chiefs that I've talked to feel a little dirty and like feel like what like why are we in that position and and as a result of being in that position, we have a situation where junior sailors are like, what in the hell is that? Like, and why, why are they getting all these like bennies? Like, it doesn't make sense. You're not special. You're a leader. You have responsibilities and you're getting paid more already. That's what you get. (laughs) Like, that's the thing you get for, for being a senior leader. That's it. Like you get a different uniform, you get the paycheck. You don't deserve or, and you're not entitled to anything other than the responsibility that comes with the job. And that should be enough, man. That's the perk. Doing the job the right way, taking care of those sailors, and then just seeing the fruits of your labor. For leaders, God, that's the best part. If you think the parking spot or someone making you coffee or like somebody doing some other thing, like you having your own like brow or your freaking whatever, like I, I don't even know. Whatever the thing is that you think is that you're looking at, like, man, I can't wait till I'm a chief or an officer so I can do this. 
Like, that's not the good stuff, man. The good stuff is when a sailor reaches back to you and says that your leadership directly resulted in their success. That, you know, you get to fly cross country like I just did to go surprise a chief select at a final night and see him freak out and can't believe that I just did that. And then I get to be there to pin their anchors on. That's the good stuff. That's what you do it for. That's the payoff is the feeling you get in that situation. So a loose background to the question is like, why? Why are we doing those things? Why aren't we eating last? So I pose that question to you all. Um, as always, hit me up. If you guys need anything ever, uh, always, always, always reach out. I'm really enjoying getting more and more uh, people reaching out to me uh, just for discussion, like just to talk about it. Even if even if I don't record a podcast on it, you guys just want to talk about whatever. I've had a lot more chiefs reaching out uh, and a lot more sailors, officers, everybody just posing questions. We're just having really awesome discussions. And that's kind of the point of this platform is to have those discussions to get it going. Um, there, uh, there's a lot of value in having those conversations. I get a lot out of it for my own development. I think you guys do too, uh, from the feedback I get. Uh, and as always like opening up the platform more and more, uh, there's a lot of cool things in the works. Now that I got a little more time, uh, they're going to hopefully start, uh, start coming out even more, um, frequently, but, uh, working on some great podcasts some cool, really cool topics, uh, working on opening up the platform to you guys more, uh, getting you guys involved in episodes, uh, more and more. So if you got something you want to talk about on the podcast, reach out. I have no problem having anybody on. I'll talk to Seaman Timmy. I'll talk to, you know, ET2. I'll talk to Lieutenant, whoever I'll talk to mass chief, whoever, like it doesn't matter. Uh, soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen, everybody, uh, Anybody that has anything they want to talk about, I'm super interested in doing that. And I think that you have some of the most interesting conversations with people that you don't necessarily think of when you're like, hey, I'm going to bring this person on a podcast and get their leadership perspective, right? Like, I think you probably get some of the more interesting stuff out of Seaman Timmy, you know? So, like, don't be afraid to reach out if you got something you want to talk about. I'm always, always interested in talking about it. And uh, I'm very interested in getting more discussions going on the podcast itself. Uh, whether it is whether I give ownership of an episode to to a group of people and they record it themselves, or or it's like a you know like a Skype call or whatever with me, um, and where we discuss some stuff. Um, either way, super interested. So hit us up about that as well. Uh, and I think that's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening, and don't give up the ship. <laughs>